So if I said I was going to hold an event and we're going to do it over Zoom and you're going to stick with me for three full days, would you be excited or would you roll your eyes? Maybe your reaction would have something to do with your experience. What kinds of Zoom meetings have you been a part of for these last, oh, I don't know, three years? But, you know, it's made a lot of things possible. And so I attended this event a few weeks ago, and I've been chewing on some of the notes. And I just thought I'd share some takeaways that you don't have to be doing an event, a live event or a virtual event, in order to put these lessons into practice for your communications. So I hope you'll stick with me for episode 68 of the Life and Mission podcast. These are my three top takeaways from the virtual event for virtual events. I'm Kay Helm, and this is the Life and Mission podcast, episode 68, three takeaways for communicators from TVE4. Now, what is TVE4? This is, this is an event that I attended. I try to attend something every year that's outside of, but adjacent to my field, and it helps me see things with fresh eyes. Okay. And this is not quite uh, outside of my field, but it, I don't plan an event anytime soon. So I'm looking, when I go to an event like this, I look for new possibilities. I'm looking for new solutions to old problems. I'm looking for a break from routine that, that helps with creativity. And so. I attended the virtual event for virtual events. They call it TVE for short, thank God. TVE was three full days on Zoom. I know you're rolling your eyes right now, but it was so well done, so engaging. They had plenty of breaks, community, all the stuff. But even more, here's what happened. TVE shows what's possible with a virtual event. We've been doing the Zoom thing for a while. We were like, oh, yeah, another webinar. Oh, yeah, another virtual event. Okay, if that's what you're thinking, hang on, because you can take some things from TVE here and apply them in other areas. And this is what I love to do when I attend an event. I do kind of take in a lot of information, and then I process it, and I say, what, what, will that do for my audience? What, what will that do for my people? What, what can it do for, you know, the, the ministries and the nonprofits that I'm involved with personally? How can we apply what I'm learning here? And how can I share it with people, with you and help you? And you didn't have to spend three days at an event. Although I will say, if you are planning a virtual event, these guys are awesome and really wonderful, knowledgeable, and fun to learn from. So uh, check it out. They do it. They, they do these events all the time. So this TVE was packed with practical information, generous Q&As, and about everything that you could dream of for successful events. And no, I'm not getting paid to say any of this. I'm not an affiliate or affiliated with them in any way, no kickbacks, no anything. So even though I don't have a live event on my calendar anytime soon, at least not as I record this episode, right? I, I took notes and I'm looking for lessons that can be applied by communicators like us in any setting. So 
here are my three biggest takeaways from TVE4 that you can apply today. The first one is write in sand, not cement. I've loved this. Now I've, I've heard people say experiment and iterate. Okay. That's the same thing, but experiment and iterate, you know, I'm a more visual, visual person experiment. I'm thinking, go to a lab. You got your white lab coat on. You're doing your experiments and iterate. Sounds like work. Okay. <laughs> Just, but right in sand. Hey, who doesn't want to go do that? Right. We can, sand is good. Sand means beaches, but like you're getting a picture with this right in sand, not cement. Okay. If you ever put your, your handprint in cement, you stick your hand in there and then it's there forever. It's there. It's not going to change unless that cement breaks and you don't want to have to break things in order to change things in your ministry. And so write in sand, not cement. This is one that I mess up all the time. I'll research, I'll plan, I'll strategize. And instead of just getting out there and trying things out. So when I started Mission Writers earlier this year, I just did this thing to serve my people. I, I jumped in to fill a need and we are figuring this thing out as we go. And you know what? It's been successful. Is it perfect? No, not at all. It's not perfect, but I have learned so much about what my people need, right? The research, research is good, but really getting in there and doing the work with people, this is this is how you learn how you can serve them. Get into the mix. Have those fun, awkward conversations as you figure things out. Go on the journey with your people and figure it out together. So write in sand, not cement. The next thing, speaking about your people, my macro clear, micro easy. Macro clear, micro easy. What does that mean? Well, this is get clear on the big things and the little things take care of themselves is another way to say this. Macro clear, micro easy. Okay. Get clear on the big things. And when we're talking about marketing and we're talking about communication, you know, the first question your marketing person is going to ask you is who are we talking to? Right. And so these are not the only thing that you need to get, get clear on, but it's one of the really big things. And if we're not really laser focused on who it is that we're talking to, we kind of get scattered. We get, um, we, we take a lot of time and energy that we just spend kind of throwing things out there and seeing if they stick. But if you're clear, you know, on your people, who are your people? And this is just one example. Who are your people? If I am absolutely clear on my audience, who am I talking to? It's much easier to talk to them. It's much easier to say, oh, this is the thing that I need to share, right? So take the time up front to get absolutely clear on what problem you solve, who are you serving, how are you making a difference for them? And once you're clear on that, all of the other things will begin to fall in place. So what we tend to do is we latch on to the latest marketing trend, the latest tactic. How many times a day do I need to post on whatever? We look around and we see what are the other people in our space doing? What are the trends and the tactics? But those things change. 
they change. What works today may not work tomorrow. So chasing random tactics, never a good plan. And it does not serve your audience. So ultimately, serving your audience is what it's all about. So you make sure that you have that part down. You'll find it easier then to evaluate the tactics that you need and say, which ones do I need? Which ones can I ignore and take some of that time back? Make life easier. Serve your clients better. Yes, please, more of that, right? So the third thing is show what's possible. Everything you do shows the people you serve what is possible. When we break out and when we try new things, we are helping other people dream. Sometimes it seems like nobody's paying attention. Like who is even listening to this? Who is even watching this? Who is even reading this, right? You send those things out and you get like the crickets, okay? And you don't know, but people are out there. People are, they're, they're taking it in. Sometimes you don't hear from people because they're pondering it. So you don't know, you don't even know sometimes who you are influencing. I remember I spoke one time at our church and I wasn't even like the speaker. It was just something that um, the Lord had laid on my heart. And through a really cool series of events that morning, I ended up sharing it with some of the leadership of the, of the church. And, and they said, all right, we're going to, we're going to call you up and have you share that with the congregation. And, I, and so I just, I just shared it and I, I didn't even know where it fit in with kind of what was happening at the time. And do you know, two weeks later, I was, I was out and about and somebody that I didn't know who had been in the audience that day comes up to me and like grabs me by the shoulders and just like shakes me and says, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Like, what? What do you mean? What, what, what do you like? What, what do you got? You know, is it contagious? Because I have no context. I have no idea what she's doing. She's grabbing me and she's shaking me. She's saying, I got it. But she's happy. She's just not angry. So that's good. Somebody grabs you. It's good if they're happy, not angry. She's saying, I got it. I got it. And I, I, I'd make eye contact and I said, got, got what? What is it? And she said, it was something about the majesty of God. And she said, she said, I got it. She said, I was driving to work and, and. I just was, was thinking about what you said and it's like, it hit me and just the, the truth of it, just, it just, it, it just got into my, my soul and, and I had to pull off to the side of the road and just weep. Wow. Wow. Now, if nobody else got anything from that, I'm so glad that I was just obedient to share that. And I'm so glad that my church was obedient to, to the Lord to, to let that happen and th because it, it changed something in this woman and, and it was good and, and it was, God was doing something none of us were aware of, right? But, but um, and you got to figure if, if one person comes back like that and talks to you, that, that probably more people had experiences that were positive with that. And so... Don't be discouraged when you don't, when you don't hear. I mean, that's not exactly what this point is about. I mean, when I say, um, you know, show what's possible, but I, I want to, I just want to encourage you. I guess I am show, trying to show you what's possible because I remember talking about this podcast with my podcast coach and I said, well, you know, I don't have that many people listening. And, and she's like, okay. Alana goes, 
okay, what are you talking about? She says, you have like a small church there. You know, like you have, those are your people. Like you never think that that's small. Never think that you're not having an impact. And I'm going to tell you the same thing about your organization, about your small email list, about whatever it is that you think is not big enough. I'm telling you, when you break out and try new things, you are helping other people dream. When you try and fail, you are letting your people know that that's just part of the process. But also, when you hedge and you keep things safe, you not only keep your own dreams small, but you also clip the wings of the people that you're supposed to be serving. And as a leader, you cannot afford to play small. It's not good for you. It's not good for the people that you serve. And that's why I love this point, this this thing of, like I said, I went to this event knowing I don't have a, a big event. I don't, I'm not Tony Robbins. I'm not, you know, some big pastor of big church. I'm not some big thing with a big platform. So I still have people I can help. I hope that, that I'm helping you. I pray that this is helping you in some way. And this is why I love to learn. I love to learn from the best. All right. So maybe I'm not the biggest, but I'm going to learn from the best. I'm going to bring you the best. I'm going to, I'm going to go take, go out there and get things, bring them back to you. What's working? What's not? What are best practices? How can I apply this to what I'm doing? And what ideas might this spark in me, in people around me? So here's my challenge to you. Can you stretch a little bit? Is there an event, a conference? Is there a sermon that touched you recently, a personal experience or something that you can share with your audience that just gives them a little nudge or gives them inspiration or shows them a possibility, right? Is there something you can step out in? Is there something you can take a chance with that serves as an example for your people? It can be for your donors. It can be for your people that you're doing business with. It can be for your constituents, the beneficiaries of your ministries. It can be anybody, your children. Show them what's possible. Don't be like, well, we can't do that because this is an easy way. Like, like if you go to a conference or you go to something and you get a, a few days away or you have an epiphany, you get, just great. If you, if you sit at the email, desk, you know, and you're like, I need to write to my people, but I don't know what to say. What did you learn? What'd you read? What's one tip? What's, you know, a list of three like I did today. This is a really easy way to serve your people with valuable information and you help yourself too, because it also reinforces what you learned, right? This did me good to share this today. It helped me out. I hope it helps you, but it helped me. And thanks for being here. If you enjoyed it, please do tell a friend, share the episode with somebody you think will get something helpful from it. I, yeah, you could do a, a post, you know, three things I learned today from the Life and Mission podcast, right? Okay, Hell, this is the Life and Mission podcast. Find your voice, tell your story, change the world.
Hey, it's Kay here. There's one big truth about fundraising that people do not tell you when you start out. And that is, if you struggle to tell stories, you will struggle to raise funds. But what kinds of stories do you tell? How do you tell them? Where do you find them? How do you put them together? And how do you do all that while you're running your ministry, while you're doing all the work and all the things that you have to do? It does not have to be overwhelming. This is my good news. And also, I want you to hear this. Fundraising is not just about asking for money. Raising funds for your mission does not have to feel icky. Fundraising is really about relationships. It's about sharing stories with friends. And it's about being very clear about what it takes to accomplish great things together. I created the Mission Writers course to help you tell better stories, to know what stories to tell, when to tell them, how to tell them, where to find your stories. So go over to missionwriters.org. That's missionwriters, like you're writing. Missionwriters.org has all the details on the course and on the group coaching program. So you have two options. And if you love a missionary or a nonprofit leader who needs this course, gift certificates are available. So check it out at missionwriters.org and let's make 2024 your best year ever.